0: The contents of The Lab Report are meant for educational purposes only. They're not meant to be misconstrued as medical diagnosis or treatment advice. Today on The Lab Report, Taylor Dukes. Lots to talk about family health and wellness, athletic
1: optimization, stress, work-life balance.
0: And how to use Instagram. Maybe she can help me out.
1: The world of medicine can be challenging. Clinicians and patients are always looking for more options more effective treatments, and in the end, more answers. Functional and integrative medicine focuses on addressing root causes of disease. Here at Genova Diagnostics, we've watched this field evolve and grow for over 35 years. We've not only adapted, we've led. Join us as we talk about functional medicine, laboratory testing, and optimizing health. Welcome to The Lab Report.
0: You know that game Six Degrees from Kevin Bacon? I do. Somebody out there has got to know Neil deGrasse Tyson Um, or know someone who knows him. You get him. Hello. Hey,
1: Michael Chapman. Hi,
0: Patty Devers. How are you doing today?
1: Crushing it. How about you?
0: Crushing it. Cool. Sweet. Nice. This is a podcast called The Lab Report where we crush it. That's right. And uh, it's brought to you by Genova Diagnostics, and we talk about things like crushing it, functional medicine, specialty laboratory testing, integrative therapeutics, and the like.
1: And I think if you want to get in on the game, you should probably go to iTunes or Spotify and crush the subscribe button. (laughs) Maybe hit some stars, leave us some feedback there, you know.
0: And if you have additional feedback, you can uh, send that feedback to podcast at GDX, as long as it contains some form of address of Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't have if you don't have an in, don't don't bother.
1: Or if Neil deGrasse Tyson is listening, maybe he can email us podcast at gdx.net.
0: No, he doesn't need to email us. He has my cell phone number.
1: Oh, why doesn't he use it? Get with the program, sir.
0: I mean, it was part of the submission to the email I sent. He has my number.
1: Well, then just wait by the phone.
0: Anyway, enough about Doctor Neil. Uh, What are we doing today? What are we talking about? We
1: are talking to the ever-fabulous Taylor Dukes.
0: That's right. Taylor Dukes, who um, I think we've agreed. Right. She knows just about everything, right?
1: She knows just about everything. She's got really cool social media presence. She can talk at length about a wide variety of topics, and so we're going to go there with her today on just about all of them.
0: I should ask her how to help me with social media. Yeah, you should. I seem to have just an issue when it comes to posting things.
1: Well... I have a blank Instagram page. You do? Let's just talk about that. No,
0: and you've got more followers than me, and you haven't posted a single thing. Not one thing. Is it because you know how to do the whole story business? That's right.
1: I use the story. Yeah. But I'm going to ask Taylor. She'll help me.
0: But all you really do is you repost the lab report stories on your story. That's the most important thing. Do you post anything else on your story? No.
1: What's more important than reposting the podcast promo?
0: It's a good point that you make, but I'm just saying you you would think that, I don't know, somewhere along the way you Michael, post something Michael, different. I mean, I'm Michael, pot Michael. calling kettle black. I haven't posted in probably listen, a year and a half. Listen, but. I,
1: have a, I have a face for podcasting. That's all I need to say.
0: No, I don't think that's true. And I think Oliver begs to differ. Oh, Patty, you're perfect. Aww. See? All
1: right, well, what does Oliver think about
0: us talking to Taylor Dukes? Oh, that's brilliant. Great. So let's just go ahead and stop our shenanigans and get on with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's brilliant. So, Patty. What? You know who we have today?
1: Oh, I know exactly who we have today. I know.
0: Let me tell you a little bit about Taylor Dukes. Taylor Dukes is a board-certified family nurse practitioner. She owns a private practice in Fort Worth, Texas, where she works with patients one-on-one to get to the root cause of their symptoms. She also owns a wellness center in Fort Worth, Texas that includes everything from IV vitamin therapy, saunas, and Pilates. She focuses on taking a root cause approach to her patient's health and uses specialty functional medicine laboratory testing to develop personalized protocols. Taylor was first exposed to the field of functional medicine as a patient when she became really sick. And once she healed, she had the opportunity to work with Amy Myers, M.D., a two-time New York Times bestselling author. Taylor is a wife and mama to a little boy and loves helping other mothers in their preconception, pregnancy, and postpartum journeys. And she also has had the privilege and opportunity to partner with professional athletes to take their health to the next level and help customize protocols for them. And with that... Welcome, Taylor. Welcome, Taylor, Taylor Dukes.
2: Thank you all for having me. I'm honored. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Well, we're very interested in you. And like many in functional medicine, your journey began with being sick and then seeking a different path to health. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey to functional medicine?
2: Sure. So I always tell people, I say, to get into the functional medicine world, you're either sick or you're smart. And if you're (laughs) smart, you're ahead of the curve and you see the demand for kind of this proactive health approach. Um, But for me, I was sick. And just kind of a little bit of background, I was a nurse at the time, so I had gone through traditional nursing school. Um, I was working on a level one trauma ICU unit, and I'm really thankful for our medical system when it comes to emergencies, traumas. Um, but for me, I had a myriad of just symptoms that had appeared over time, but um, I had joint pain, my hair was falling out, I would take naps in my car work. Like, I literally look back and can't believe that. Um GI issues, skin issues, hormone imbalance, thyroid dysfunction. I mean, the whole nine yards, right? Mm -hmm. So I was going from specialist to specialist and they were prescribing, you know, pills, prescriptions. Um, Even I underwent some invasive procedures and I just felt like after a year of going through our medical system, I had no answers. And it was really hard for me because here I am, this nurse that's supposed to advocate for my patients. And then I was lost in the medical system and I couldn't advocate for myself. Um, until I found a functional medicine provider in Austin, um, that just totally got to the root cause of all my issues, changed my lifestyle, looked at my stress. I mean, I did a ton of comprehensive testing, which one of my first initial panels was a nutrient panel through Genova. And so, yeah, I was first exposed to this field, um, as a patient and I'm not going to lie when I first, my parents actually were like, we've got to get you answers and help. And we sought out this functional medicine provider at the Mm -hmm. time. And I thought it was woo-woo. I was like, there's no research or evidence. This (laughs) is crazy. I mean, I didn't learn about that in nursing school and how food could be medicine. And when you look at genetics and nutrients and heal your gut. And so anyway, that's kind of how I got into it. I uh, was skeptical, but... Obviously, it changed my life and the trajectory of my career, and I will never go back. Yeah, That's awesome. I can
1: completely relate to that mm-hmm. because I spent 18 years in the conventional world, and you become sicker than the patients you're treating. So I totally get that, and we're very glad that you found functional medicine. I'm sure there are thousands of patients who agree.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, in your practice, you work a lot with fertility, like prenatal and postpartum care. Um, And I'm wondering, like, in each of those stages, what are some of the things that you do to support patients from a functional medicine standpoint? And are they different with each of those stages?
2: Yeah. So I wish I had this, like, one-size-fits-all preconception, you (laughs) Mm -hmm. know, program or whatever. I mean, maybe one day. But it is all individualized, to answer your question. It's all based off of the individual, their history, their current symptoms um genetics their ability to detox and so when i work with people in the preconception phase we're really focused on building up nutrients you know healthy creating a healthy home for baby to thrive balancing hormones when necessary um and really replenishing their nutrient levels um as well as detox when appropriate and so from a preconception standpoint you know it doesn't just start the day that you're pregnant it's you know years or months before now i realize not everybody can prepare their body years before pregnancy mm-hmm. um but there are things that you can do especially if you know i have moms that have had pregnancies back to back they're so depleted yeah. and so really taking a few months to just really replenish their nutrients their antioxidants their minerals um focus on stress getting them to detox when it's appropriate um and it's such a huge thing is healing guts you know babies m- microbiomes are affected by their mothers microbiome and so really you can't detox and do all these protocols during pregnancy. And so really capitalizing on that time um, prior to conception is really important for me and something that I'm passionate about and something that I did in my own personal health journey. Um, I do do prenatal care. I've helped a lot of people get pregnant. Um, Not that I have the ability to do that, but I do get (laughs) to play a small part in that. (laughs) I feel so honored. And I think this is actually hilarious timing because one of my patients this morning um, got pregnant and she's only five weeks pregnant and her OB will not see her until she's 12 weeks. Well, she has Hashimoto's. She has another autoimmune disease. Um, thankfully, her and I have been working together. So I already know like, hey, here's the things you need to discontinue. Here's the things I want you to focus on as far as prenatals and choline and all these nutrients. Um But, you know, it's just, it's the difference of like, Hey, I'm not going to go against your OB or midwife. I'm going to work in conjunction with them. But I was able at least to get her in for this appointment to get her on this protocol before she goes in at 12 weeks, you know, and let's make sure you have a full thyroid panel and let's look back at your, you know, I did a NutriVal with her last year. Let's make sure, you know, based off of these nutrients that you were well supported, um, so that's just kind of an example of supporting someone prenatally. Mm -hmm. Um, and then postpartum is really, really huge. I love y'all's nutrient test. I Mm -hmm. run them on every single patient or client and postpartum, you know, there are a lot of things that can go wrong postpartum, you know, mental health, hormones, things like that. And we can't control everything. Um, but I've had moms have really great postpartum experiences, um, by just, optimizing nutrient levels and supporting their amino acids. And if they're breastfeeding, you know, making sure that they're getting fueled by a healthy diet and things like that.
0: Right. I love it. It's really important work, especially right. nowadays with, you know, what we know about fertility and, and some of the challenges there. It's, this is a huge area.
1: Yeah. And, and mm. you, you mentioned the NutriVal. So how do you use functional medicine testing in this pa- patient population? Really just, is it a matter of checking a NutriVal and repleting it? Or how do you use other functional medicine testing as well?
2: Gosh, you know, I do do traditional blood work. I have a comprehensive, you know, I'm checking iron, full thyroid, inflammatory markers, blood sugar. So I use more of conventional blood work as well in conjunction with what I do. Um, And my panels are very extensive, but really I feel like the bread and butter, so to say, of my practice is the functional medicine lab testing. So you know, fixing people's digestion, getting rid of pathogenic bacteria, parasites, yeast when when necessary, because all of those things can affect mom and baby postpartum. Um, And so I love gut testing. I love nutrient testing. Sometimes I need to dig deeper with heavy metal testing. Um, You know, I love genetic testing. I love that you guys have the genomic add-on with the NutriVowl um, test as well. And so really every single patient, again, that's everything I do is so customized. So it's not like, oh, you're a killer's patient. Here's what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have my favorite go-to test. And one of them is always either, you know, one of y'all's nutrient tests. And I mm-hmm. love that you guys can do the metabolomics now at home. It's made it so easy for patients to just collect it right there in the convenience of their own home.
0: Right. Awesome. Right. You know, another big aspect to your practice is working with professional athletes. And, um, you know, it always just makes me think like, you know, when these athletes come in the door and they want to optimize their performance, like where, where do you start from just addressing their overall performance?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I'll do an in-depth history and kind of look at their life. You know, what is their diet life? You would be shocked at how many athletes think that they're on healthy protein supplements because they're sugar-free but they have aspartame in them. Mm. So the first place I get started, it blows my mind. Um, the first place I get started is doing a deep dive of their health. I do this with all patients, um, looking at their stress, looking at their recovery, um, their injuries. And then I go ahead and implement protocols based off of their lifestyle, their preferences, their history. Um, you know, the interesting thing about athletes, and I'm so fortunate that I've had the privilege to work with a lot of them recently, is that they're performing at this high level level, Um, talk about adrenal fatigue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But not only that, like they, they're just not fueling their bodies appropriately, which in turn affects recovery and, um, you know, performance, but they just all they know is to keep going and to push themselves. And sometimes that means getting four or five antibiotics during a season with steroid shots just to get back in the game. So, you know, when it comes to like optimizing their performance, it's usually doing a deep dive, it's incorporating a lot of recovery, whether that's, Cold showers, ice tubs, cryo, um, Epsom salt baths. Sometimes it's as simple as adding magnesium Mm -hmm. and they feel so much better. Mm -hmm. You know, it just depends on the person and and their goals and, you know, where they're at. Um, But a lot of nutrition, a lot of replenishing nutrients um, and just doing anything to help with, you know, antioxidants, whether that's in diet supplement form. Sometimes they're super deficient, but anything to help them at a cellular level.
1: Yeah. yeah and sense. we talk about that a lot about how athletes often they, they don't they neglect that HPA access piece of this. So I like your answer. I think that's great.
0: Yeah, and they burn their right. they burn through their B vitamins, they and burn their through their nutrients because yeah. their me- metabolic rate is so fast.
2: Yeah. And their amino acids. That's another thing. Something that I've seen talk about postpartum moms that are breastfeeding and athletes. I feel like I could have my own case studies, but you know, they're doing protein powders. They're eating protein. It's not a lack of consumption. Sometimes they can't digest and absorb, but oftentimes it's that they're burning through it so quickly that they can't keep up with it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, in a, in a timely topic, you know, in the past year, many clinicians have had to pivot somewhat in their practices to virtual visits and transition into telemedicine. Is this something you do And or how has the pandemic changed how you practice functional medicine?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. So fortunately, I was familiar with telemedicine prior to the pandemic. um, And I'm really thankful that some systems were set up in play um, for me to already be doing that. I have actually been doing, even when I was a nurse for Amy Myers, there was some telemedicine back in the day there in Austin, um, and so I'd already been exposed to it, but there was, I saw a huge demand in my practice personally with the pandemic of people, not wanting to go out, people wanting to collect labs at their house, which thankfully a lot of the functional medicine labs, you know, you have the opportunity to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my practice was not impacted. If anything, I can say it's grown exponentially because people care about their health. Mm-hmm. Um, and having the telemedicine option is just was super helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we're finding that, too, the aspect of being familiar with telemedicine, it's really, really helpful and and it's allowed clinicians to pivot, you know, pretty easily in, in the pandemic. So that's good that you had that on board already to a certain extent.
2: Yeah. And I think the important thing too is functional medicine is some providers do, you know, they're your primary care and they're acting as functional medicine. I personally am just doing the functional medicine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are times and places where you need to go to your primary care provider or your OB and do physical exams and, you know, flu swabs or things like that. But the beauty of functional medicine is that for me and my practice, I won't speak for everyone. So much of it can be done remotely with people in the convenience of their home, not having to sit in waiting rooms. You know, not having to be late or miss work or things like that. And so, um, you know, there are times and places where people do need to go to to their primary care provider for acute visits. But for me personally, it's just been a huge blessing being able to offer telemedicine before the pandemic, but now especially after.
0: Right. Great. Right. Well, we all follow you on Instagram at Taylor (laughs) Dukes Wellness. And we know you are a wife and a mom to a beautiful toddler and a busy clinician with a thriving practice. So, What advice would you give to working moms as it relates to HPA access function and managing stress and just trying to stay in balance these days?
2: Yeah, that's a great question and something I'm really passionate about. I'm not perfect at it, um, but I think when people have been sick, you know, I value my health so much and nourishing my adrenals and supporting that HPA access because I know what it's like to not have your health. So um, I would say moms or just busy, even just busy working professionals, schedule time for yourself. So even if that means, you know, scheduling that workout, you have to treat it like it's an appointment. Otherwise, it may be the first thing to go. And my biggest thing is, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And so many of us clinicians, providers, parents, we're always pouring out to others um, because we enjoy helping others. But, you know, we can't just pour from an empty cup. And so do things that fill up your cup for me personally, you know, that looks different on different days. And sometimes I have to get creative with my husband and childcare. Um, But even simple things like I talk about, you know, the value of free medicine, like fresh air, sunshine, community, the ability to journal, meditate, pray, whatever that looks like, just remembering that it doesn't have to be this fancy workout or this fancy therapy. Sometimes it's just the simple free medicine things that can have profound impacts on our health and just making time for those things.
1: That's That's so profound. That's great. That's really great. Well, we know, like Michael said, we know that we can find you on Instagram, Taylor Dukes Wellness. How can patients find you if they wanted to work with you or or just kind of visit your website? Where can they go?
2: Yeah, thank you all for asking. Um, My website is taylordukeswellness.com. And uh, we do have the options to establish care as a patient if you are in the state of Texas. And then I do some health consulting for people, like I had mentioned, my athletes and things like that out of state. And they're, it's more of a client approach, but I can still use the lab testing and help guide them in their lifestyle and things like that.
0: Great.
1: We'll be looking for it. But with that, this has been so much fun, Taylor. But before we let you go. Yeah, I just
0: I do have one additional question. This is something that we always do. It's called the fireball question. It's it's meant to really invoke fear (laughs) and surprise and alarm in the guest. Um, And so we ask a question that you're not prepared for, which (laughs) uh, the thing I'm curious about today is how you feel about soup. And do you have a favorite soup?
2: Oh, my gosh, Y'all are good. (laughs) Um, You know, I actually love soup. I had lentil soup for lunch, and I think it's a great way to just pack in veggies. I actually like blending my bone broth and steaming a bunch of veggies, and it's great for your gut. It's great for mm-hmm. digestion, and it has tons of nutrients in it. And it's warm. And it's, it's, it's
0: good warm in January. In the winter. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> February. I mean, yeah. We can all agree that soup is pretty fantastic. Oh,
1: yeah. I agree with that.
0: Well, <sighs> just want to say thank you so much Thanks, for, for joining us and uh, letting us pepper you so some fun. of these questions. And um, I. Yeah. I just can't say thank you enough and uh, hope everyone checks you out on Instagram as we do and uh, <laughs> keep up the good work.
2: <laughs> thank y'all so much. I love Genova and everything that you guys offer. It's been a huge blessing to me and my practice and being able to help patients and clients. So thank y'all for having me. Awesome. See ya.
0: Well, that was fun.
1: We certainly covered a lot of ground. It was fun.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, what are some of the things that stick out to you?
1: Well, I'm interested in all of her prenatal and postnatal care because you think about these mothers, they deliver babies, they're breastfeeding, they have a higher nutrient demand than that's most right. people. And that's something that gets lost and people don't often focus on that.
0: That's right. Because they have a, a parasite that's living right. inside of them and then pretty and then much outside, outside of them, them. <laughs> for a period of time. Yes, Right.
1: So the nutrient needs are profoundly higher.
0: So it reminds me of when my wife was pregnant with our first child. We filled out a rental application to try and rent this different house. Mm-hmm. And it has you list the the occupants. Mm-hmm. And so it was me and my wife. And then I put TBD for my unborn child. <laughs> and then under occupation, I just wrote stealing nutrients from my wife.
1: <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys probably should have started seeing Taylor Dukes. She would have helped you out here.
0: Yeah. And we didn't get that house either. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm really sorry to hear that, Michael, but <laughs> Let's stay on topic. Um, what did you find compelling about Taylor's interview?
0: I think the whole aspect of nutritional evaluation in our high endurance athletes mm-hmm. is always interesting. Uh, they, man.
1: Think of what they're utilizing.
0: Well, right. there's that. Yeah. But just how often we think of these athletes as being like optimal health, peak performance, yeah. height of nutrition. Right. And what you find so often is that they're a metabolic wreck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And we there's so much good work to be done there. We had Naveen on, uh, had Taylor Dukes yep. spoke to this. Yep. And so there's just a lot of really great work. Think about what we could be doing for these athletes. I mean, they could all be, we could turn them all into Tom Brady.
1: But not only from nutrition, but from HPA axis standpoint and gut work. And so there really is like miracles to be had here with these athletes. We'll see if Taylor Dukes can turn them all into Tom Brady.
0: Can she turn me into Tom Brady?
1: Well, I just... I did just mention miracles. Hmm.
0: Next time on The Lab Report, potential pathogens on a stool test.
1: Hmm. Should you treat them? Do I have to treat them? Do you want to treat them? Potentially. Depends. You've been listening to The Lab Report. If you like what you hear please subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and leave us a review. To learn more about Genova Diagnostics, visit our website at gdx.net. There you'll find information on specific testing, educational resources, and how to connect with our show. Call us at 1-800-522-4762 or email us at podcast at gdx.net. You know, we're talking about elite athletes. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Roger Federer is what comes to mind for me.
0: (laughs) I was trying to think of someone like healthy, not healthy. Yeah. The first person that came to my mind was the macho man, Randy Savage, (laughs) for some reason.
1: Step into a Slim gym.
0: Oh, yeah.